Hello, brothers and system, uh, sisters. I'm excited to be with you on this Friday. Hallelujah. We're talking about sowing and reaping. And in a nutshell, you reap whatever you sow. A farmer. A farmer is always trying to have a lot of seed in the ground. He purposefully places the seed in the ground. He don't try to be uh, religious about it. He, he he don't. His purpose is to get. He's he's given to the ground to get. And I use that vernacular because it was one you know <clears throat> conversation I had with a guy one time. He was like, "Well, well, well, Derek, you can't give to get." And him putting it like that. It's kind of try to put a false conviction on you because the Bible says you give to get, but you know, I play along with it. It also says you like a, uh, you should be a cheerful giver, but in the natural, we all know that people purposefully, when they're farmers, they plant seed to get. They're putting the seed in the ground because they want to get it, and they happy when they plant it. They like they they probably smile and say, "Boy, we're gonna have a, a a good crop come up." So they doing both. They happy to plant it, even though they might be sweating. They happy to plant it, but they expecting something in return. Well, God set up His system to be based off of seed time and harvest. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I dive into this word, let the entrance of Thy words give it light. Bring revelation and understanding to the hearer in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, Jesus would use parables like, The kingdom is like a grain of mustard seed, which is the smallest of all the seed. It talks about when it's cast into the ground and when it comes up, it's a, it's a big old thing. Why? Because he's trying to show you, if you practice the simple precept of sowing, and in this case, I'm talking about sowing the word, but it, it works in everything in life. Do, did you know that Jesus was a seed? The woman is the ground and the man is the seed. You are a seed. You don't look like the original seed you came from. You can go and Google search it and, and Google search. What does the seed of a human look like? And I guarantee I have seen it before. You don't look like the original seed of a human. An acorn does not resemble an oak tree. So whatever you sow, though, when you release that seed, you're going to produce. I remember Dr. Derek Prince. He had a video, and it's on YouTube. I watched this years ago, earlier in my salvation. I used to read his books. You know, I always have been a student of the word. And him and his wife had a video, a DVD I had ordered back then. You can watch it on YouTube now. I think it's called The Power Proclamation. They did a 30-minute teaching, and for the other 30 minutes, him and his wife stood hand in hand, and they had took certain scriptures out of the word of God, and they made it out of confession. And they would say it together. And, and he, he said in the tape, him and his wife will spend two hours every day saying proclamations. Imagine that. 
imagine that. And this man used to pray for people and people's legs will grow out. Limbs will grow out. And people, you might be like, well, how he get that anointing? Anointing like that. It's because God is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Seeking him is basically quoting his word, paying great attention to his word and making it out of a confession. That's what seeking him is. Taking his word, praying, praying what he said back to him, praying over yourself what he said about you. What, what, what if you prayed this prayer every day? Lord Jesus, you said I shall do greater works because you went back to heaven and I am your child. I am your ambassador. I have the anointing on me to do greater works. I lay hands on the sick, they recover. I pray for blinded eyes and they do open. I pray for deaf ears and they come open. What if you prayed that every day until it became a habit two or three times a day? And not just that prayer, but you couple that with you could get a, a, a tablet and go in there and write down everything God said you can do, everything God said uh, uh, pertaining to who you are. And you sat there for an hour or two and confessed over yourself every day, not missing a day, who you are in, in the Lord, who you are in Christ. Don't you know you'll build a powerhouse on the inside of you? Christ must be built into you. Paul said he labored till he see Christ formed in you. When you believe on him, you got born again and your sins were forgiven. But Christ, the spirit has to be built up just like a natural body. If a, if a person did, if, they, if you, you could do an experiment for the next 30 days, three times a day, do 25 toe raises. Just tiptoe 25 times. Put, get a tape and put it around your calf muscle. And three times a day, do 25 toe, toe raises. I bet in 30 days, your calf muscle will be bigger than it was. Why? Because you're exercising that calf muscle. You do, if you don't believe me, do an experiment. The same thing with your spirit. The words of the Lord is spirit. Let's go to Isaiah, Isaiah 55 and at verse 10. I want to prove to you that the word of God is a spirit. It says, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and return it not thither, but water it the earth, and make it, it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now it's coming forth out of God's mouth to people. That's how God communicates through people. In this case, he's communicating to us through the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah. They said Isaiah in Britain, excuse me. But is Isaiah the prophet communicating <coughs> God's words in written form? And so when you take God's word and you put it in the atmosphere, that, that, is, that, that is how you sow the seed. You remember I covered yesterday that the sower soweth the word. So God has promised that the words that he's spoken shall not return void, but it's going to prosper. Let's take a person that's sick. Suppose they said, well, 
my job today is to is to uh, work the word. And they quote it all day for about an hour. Scriptures related to their healing. Saying things like, by his stripes I'm healed. Saying things like, Jesus bore my sins in his body on the tree. I am dead to sins and alive unto righteousness by whose stripes I am healed. Suppose they took time to search out what the Bible says about their situation or their circumstance and, and wasn't lazy and actually quoted the word, took 30 minutes to an hour and quoted the word of the Lord over themselves. I did this last week. I am the body of Christ. I am the body of Christ. The Bible says Jesus is the head and we are his body. I quoted that for about five or 10 minutes. All right, just that. I am the body of Christ. I am the body of Christ. And then I branched off and said, sickness can't be in my body. For I am the body of Christ. I didn't make it a group, uh, group wise. He say we, but I made it personalized. I, I am his body. You should say I. Don't, don't worry about speaking. For, don't say we. Don't make it personalized. See, by his stripes, he healed you. He healed others too, but personalize it. Act like it's you and God in a room and he's talking specifically to you. Act like he love you because he does. Act like what he said is true. You know, I didn't notice that people won't let the word of God get in the way of what they believe. And, and the reason faith don't work sometimes, a lot of times, is because you haven't quoted the word of God long enough until you believe it. And when you quote it long enough to believe it, It'll take hold because the word of God is a spirit of itself, of himself. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Have a great weekend. Be blessed.